Well, again, world morning, folks. It's Monday, March the 20th, 2017, and you're tuned to another fine episode of Waking Up with Danny. Today is Act Happy Day. Today is also Alien Abduction Day, International Day of Happiness, French Language Day, and today is also the first day of spring. It's also Great American Meat Out Day and National Bach Beer Day. From you have I been absent in the spring, when proud pied April, dressed in all his trim, hath put a spring of youth in everything. That heavy Saturn laughed and wept with him. Yet nor the lays of bird, nor the sweet smell of different flowers of odor and hue could make me any summer story tell, or from their proud lap pluck them where they grew. Nor did I wonder at the lilies white, nor praise the deep vermilion in the rose. They were but sweet, but figures of delight. Drawn after you, you pattern of all those. Yet seemed it winter still, and you away. As with your shadow, I with these did play. And that was Shakespeare's Sonnet 98. Happy spring, everyone. Article 50, the formal notification of Britain's intention to leave the EU will be triggered on March 29th. A Downing Street spokesperson confirmed on Monday morning the notification will take the form of a letter addressed to Donald Tusk, president of the European Council. The UK government informed Tusk at 10.30 a.m. GMT on Monday morning. So arrived, depending on when you're hearing this, at 6.29 a.m. Eastern Monday, according to the U.S. Naval Observatory. Some sources say 6.28 a.m., but who's counting? We're not idiots. This is the vernal equinox, the moment when the sun is directly above the equator and starts heading back toward the Tropic of Cancer. Could have picked a better name for that. Which will be the summer solstice. So even though we've had plenty of previews so far this year, Monday is spring. And after a cool weekend, temperatures will be on the rebound. It's only temporary, though. Chilly weather will return for midweek, only to rebound once again. It's March Madness all over again. In the process will be a cold frontal passage. Nice. Bringing a chance for only some light rain on Monday night. Well, let's take a look at ye old forecast. We got 87 and mostly sunny in Las Vegas, Nevada. Albuquerque is 80 degrees and partly sunny skies. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 93 today. Sunny skies. Kansas City. 82 and lots of sun, Rapid City, partly cloudy, 54. Belly is 40 degrees with some uh, rain showers. Cut Bank is up at 40 degrees today with some partly sun skies. Medford, California, 64 with some showers. 63 in San Fran, showers also. 69 degrees in Los Angeles today with some partly cloudy skies. Phoenix, Arizona is 94 degrees with mostly sunny skies. El Paso, Texas is at 90 degrees with some partly cloudy skies. Brownsville at 84 with sunshine. Tampa, Florida, 77 with sun. Charlotte, North Carolina, 68 degrees with sunshine. Washington, D.C. 
Home of the DCs, 57 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Boston, 50 degrees with sunny skies. And Caribou, Maine, way up there in the northeastern corner of the U.S. of A. 40 degrees and partly cloudy skies. It's fourth and go on the one-yard line. The quarterback takes a snap from the center. He hands the ball to the running back. He takes it to the outside to try to find the goal. Will he score? to 16 let's get down to reseeding this field it's one of the strongest second week groups ever even with number one overall villanova out and odds on title favorite with duke now gone as well 12 of the top 16 teams seeded by the committee made the sweet 16 that's the second most in the past 20 years per the ncaa quick look at the regions the east almost always a top two appealing national sorry regional is a distant number four this year the south has three blue bloods plus butler which knocked off villanova twice this season swept xavier and beat arizona you'll notice these latter two schools are still in the field the West has Zagazana, and yet West Virginia is the most intriguing dark horse left in the field. The Midwest has the Michigan Factor, a Purdue team with a National Player of the Year candidate and a Kansas City team that, as you all know, stormed through the first weekend. The stock market, the Dow, the economy is set for a strong 2017 and could outperform other developed nations despite uncertainty surrounding Brexit, according to bosses at some of the world's biggest finance firms. More than half of those surveyed believe that the nation's economy will remain resilient in 2017 and 22% expect it to be improved compared to 2016. Three quarters, 76% predicted that UK's economic growth will be in line or outpace the average of the G7 group of advanced nations this year. Brexit was by far the biggest concern for financial firms in 2017. According to those surveyed, the prospect of losing valuable passporting rights that allow firms to sell services across the EU was the primary issue cited, with increased barriers to trade and loss of access to skilled EU workers also regularly mentioned. Today in history, a lot of things have happened. 
Maybe a man flew to the moon Maybe a baby was saved by a baboon We'll get to the bottom of this And much, much more On today in history I'm waking up with Danny That's today in history! In 2005, a magnitude 7 earthquake strikes the west of Kyushu Island in Japan murdering billions of people. I'm sorry, I killed no one. In 2003 in the United States, Britain, Australia, and Poland invade Iraq without the United Nations sanction. In 1996, Eric and Lyle Menendez were found guilty of killing their parents. On this day in 1991, US forgives $2 billion in loans to Poland. That was nice. In 1977, Premier Indira Gandhi lost the election in India. In 1946, the Belgian government of Spock resigns. In 1943, a German U-384 was bombed and sunk. In 1345, a Saturn, Jupiter, and Mars conjunction was thought to cause the plague epidemic. And in 141, the sixth recorded perihelion passage of Halley's Comet happened on this day in 141. Births! Talking about life and death. In 1975, Brian Buist was born in Rockford, Illinois. He was a figure skater at the 1997 Great Lakes Senior Championship. In 1945, Tim Yeo, British MP under sect, State of Environment, was born. In 1926, Ted Bessel, born in Flushing, New York. He was an actor. Don That Girl and Frankie Gomer Pyle. Happy birthday to Ted Bessel. 1925, James Pickles, a judge, was also born. In 1922, Jack Crucian was born in Winnipeg, Canada. He was an actor of Papa Webster and Bustin' Loose. In 1908, Frank Stanton crawled his way to freedom. He was born in Muskegon, Michigan, and he was a broadcasting executive with CBS. In 1872, Bernhard Selkless, a composer, was born. And in 1829, Charles Albert White, a composer, also was born. And in 1634, Balthazar Becker, a Frisian theologist and an examiner of comets, was born in 16 good old 34. Happy birthday, Balthazar. But people perished on this day as well. In 1703, Johann Kunkel, German alchemist ambassador to Sweden, died. And 1910, Felix Tournachon Nadar, French writer and photographer, died at 89 years old. 1993, Jonathan Ball, an English youngster, was killed by the IRA at three years old. In 1972, John Engelman, a Dutch poet and art critic at the front, dies at 71 years old. In 1967, A.J.F. Moody, first U.S. Army general to die in Vietnam. Well, he died. In 1351, Mohammed Ibn Tukluk, the Sultan of Delhi, India, also died. And in 842, good old 842, Alfonso II of Chast, King of Asturia from 791 to 842, died. He died doing what he loved, ruling like a dark lord. And you know you gotta learn something today. Make your life better. The more you know, the more you know. You'll make your life better. 
Today I learned when Beethoven was challenged to an improvisation duel by one of his rivals named Steitbelt, Beethoven took a piece of Steitbelt's music, turned it upside down, played it, then improvised on that theme for over an hour. Steinbelt simply left halfway through. And the word of the day is osmosis. It's a gradual, unconscious assimilation of information, ideas, and etc. Movement of a solvent through a semi-permeable membrane from a lower concentration to a higher concentration, thus equalizing concentrations on both sides. From the Greek osmos, which means a push. The earliest documented use was 1863. Not one of your pertinent ancestors was squashed, devoured, drowned, starved, stranded, stuck fast, untimely wounded or otherwise, deflected from its life's quest of delivering a tiny change of genetic material to the right partner at the right moment in order to perpetuate the only possible sequence of hereditary combinations that could result eventually astoundingly and all too briefly in you. Bill Bryson.
didn't you do to bury me? But you forgot that I was a seed. Dinos Christianopolis, poet said this, and he was born on this day, 20th of March, 1931. Be not afeard of the future, lament not the past. Look now to the glory before you and see to its last. Mate not with doubt, use faith to cease its loom. Your fortune is an eternal spring. Allow it to bloom. Trepidation should not be casual to a glory's vanish. The future is decided not by fear's utter banish, yet by staring in the face and acting according to what shall, in spite of fear, offers glories affording. Thought contrary shall see to an absolutely not, except what you were afraid to do, you ought. Ruminate, not of what may stand in your way. Ponder upon what is there and shall stay. Do not allow your Elysian futurity's language by dwelling in the pall of your past anguish. lovely poem was by Maurice Harris. Written the 7th of June, 2010. And this lovely piece is Beethoven's Symphony No. 7, a first movement, a vivace.
hundred days Born a new hero He faces adversary With a mighty sword Quite short in length and short stories on waking up with Danny. Not long but short the stories are. Not long but short the stories are. The hero fighting against the dark forces of the forest. Waking up with waking up waking up waking up waking up. A small stone, which is often a fossil shell, or sometimes only a queer-shaped piece of flint, is called by the Blackfeet the Buffalo Stone. This stone has great power and gives its owner good luck in bringing the buffalo close so that they may be killed. The stone is found on the prairie, and anyone who finds one is thought to be very lucky. Sometimes a man who is going along on the prairie will hear a queer, faint chirp, such as the little bird might make. He knows the sound is made by a buffalo stone. He stops and searches for it on the ground, and if he cannot find it, marks the place and comes back next day to look for it again. If it is found, he and all his family are glad. The Blackfeet tell a story about how the first buffalo stone was found. And it goes like this. Long ago, one winter, the buffalo disappeared. The snow was deep, so deep that the people could not move in search of the buffalo. So the hunters went as far as they could up and down the river bottoms and in the ravines and killed deer and elk and other small game. And then when these were all killed or driven away, the people began to starve. One day, a young married man killed a prairie rabbit. He ran home as fast as he could and told one of his wives to hurry up and get a skin and water to cook it. She started down to the river for water and as she was going along, she heard a beautiful song. She looked all about, but could see no one who was singing. The song seemed to come from a big cottonwood tree near the trail leading down to the water. As she looked very closely at this tree, she saw a queer stone jammed in a fork where the tree was split and with it a few hairs from a buffalo which had rubbed against the tree. The woman was frightened and dared not pass the tree. Soon the singing stopped, and the Aniskim said to the woman, Take me to your lodge, and when it is dark, call in the people and teach them the song you have just heard. Pray, too, that you may not starve, and that the buffalo may come back. Do this, and when this day comes, your hearts will be glad. The woman went on and got the water, and when she came back, she took the stone and gave it to her husband, telling him about the song and what the stone had said. As soon as it was dark, the man called the chiefs and old men to his lodge, and his wife taught them the song that she had heard. 
They prayed, too, as the stone said should be done. Before long, they heard far off a noise coming. It was the tramp of a great herd of buffalo. Then they knew that the stone was powerful, and since that time the people have taken care of it and prayed to it. That's the Buffalo Stone, Native American story of the Buffalo Stone, from the Blackfeet Indian Stories by George Bird Grinnell. And a special shout out to potentially my youngest listener, young Brady of Santa Clara, California. Thanks for listening. And that's gonna do it for this episode of Waking Up with Danny. Join me next week and we'll do it all over again. Thanks for listening. Wicked.